I feel like I've been, or my money is being taken advantage of, or has been taken advantage of for a really long time. Hey guys, welcome back to Learn With Us, brought to you by 303. We're your hosts, Alita, Amanda, Connor, and Juan. And today we're going to be discussing chapter one of The Richest Man of Babylon. All right, well, let's let's get right to it. I'm sure that the listeners are anxious to find out what the... Well, although they should be reading with us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if they did their job, they should be caught up. All right, so the, the story starts with this guy called Bansir, and he is a chariot uh, builder. The This guy, generally, he works very hard. He's used to working very hard, but today in the story, he wasn't. He was actually, he just couldn't focus on his work. His mind was somewhere else. And he was in kind of a trance when his friend, Kobe, who's a musician, the one that you talked about, he, he comes to visit him and he sees him just sitting there and he's like, oh, you must be rich because you're not doing anything. You must be, be, be super nice. I'm assuming well, he says, you must be able to loan me two gold coins since you stand yeah, there like a statue. Because he needed some money. And the friend, well, Bansir says, I'm sorry if I if I had two gold coins, I wouldn't even be able to lend them to you because that would be everything I had. So at that point, we know that this guy is having a hard time with money and that's what's keeping him uh, distracted from work. His friend cannot believe it because apparently he had hidden it. It literally sounds like all of us almost where we, we have this drive now from wanting to go get it done, but we're not sure what there is to do about it. Just like he ends up. Yeah. And what saying. basically that's us at one point we were all unable to, you know, do things for others because we were so limited ourselves. No. That's it sucks when you really think about it. Well, but then at the same time we do we use our time. We lend people our time because if we don't have the resources. No, he was saying that he got his payment before in the past, but then he couldn't keep it. Or I don't know if he said he got a payment, but he was saying even if I got paid, it's not going to help me. I will just blow it all. It has nothing to do with about his income. I don't think I don't think they talk about they talk about that because what happens is after they meet, the Kobe asks him what's bothering him, and then Bansir tells him about a dream he had. Do you remember? Do you guys remember the dream? In the dream, he was super rich. Yeah, like filthy rich. Filthy rich. His wife was happy again. Exactly. He could give money to all his friends without even a second thought because he had so much or he could give away the silver because he had so much gold that he didn't need to care about his silver. No, and then his pocket would in his pocket would never run empty like coins would just appear in his pocket remember and he would just throw it to the people that begging and to everybody he was saying he wishes for his pockets to be filled like a river to where money comes and goes yeah it was a good way to describe it i don't know i like the river idea well, just like the river, it kind of pulls up in some areas, but it's always moving, which your money should be doing. Yeah, it is a great analogy. 
his friend, but his friend doesn't get it because the dream was so nice. So he asked him, all right, why are you sad then? And then Bansir has to tell him, well, because I woke up and I realized that I'm broke. And no matter what, I've worked all these years and I have nothing to show for. Well, he's proud of his family. He's very proud. But money-wise, there's nothing there. He doesn't even have money to lend to his best friend who really needs it. So he's really, really down in the blues. I feel like that's what happened to all of us at one point you have one good dream and you're like what am i doing is this really where i want to be in life right now is just sitting here poor miserable there's got to be something you can do at least that's i mean i had that moment this guy had that moment too but something that i i suppose maybe the first lesson the first yeah the first lesson that we have to get from this is that 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 realization is not enough. You have to do something about it. Because if you don't do anything about it, then nothing's going to change. Apparently, apparently, the way that uh, Bansir was talking, it was like unlike ever before. It was the first time that he had said these kinds of things to, well, this stuff to his friend. And his friend was, he couldn't believe it. Because, no, he was shock. huh? Yeah, he was shocked. And then what happened is that he realized, dude, we're both <laughs> the same. We're both, we both struggle equally. And that's when Bansir says, Oh my God. The reason we struggle is because we've never studied how money works. It wasn't even money, how the, he was saying the person themselves, how the rich with keep their money he wanted to go ask some of the richest men around but then he said oh wait my old friend that that's when that's when we see that it's not enough to just have the realization you have to do something you have to put it to action yeah you have to learn you have to learn i liked when he finally he's talking about what's the last guy's name the rich one? Uh, Arkad. Yeah. Arkad, he says, he doesn't look down on me like he should. He bothers to pick his hand up and show everybody in town that he's waving to me. Like it was such an honor to have a rich man look down upon you. Or not look down Different times. Or, well, yeah, but it was like an honor to be looked down upon. Or to be looked upon. upon yeah. <laughs> to look upon. Like, yeah, not yeah. down on. <laughs> You're right, not down on, but to well, be looked at. I, I see it the same way. I, I, I suppose they would see them the same way we see superstars, like movie stars or music stars. Like if they wave at you, you go, whoa, what's up? Well, they made it sound like they were old friends is what I got out of the content. Yeah, yeah. Like, Didn't they? They, they were. Grew up, they, they all yeah, grew, they grew up, up together. together is what I thought it said. Yeah. But he expected him to be so rich now that he won't even wave at him. I'm like, geez, that's that's a rough way of living. Like, oh, we're in different classes. Don't talk to me. Right after they have that realization and they decide to go talk to our cat. Um, well, that's basically when the chapter ends. I thought the last little bit was cool that they 
he doesn't he, just go, okay, we're going to go do this. He's like, why? Wait, if we're going to do this, why don't we take everybody in town and they come with us? Like, why, why are we just going to become successful? We need to spread this. Yeah, he had a kind heart, so he wanted to invite his friends. And they managed. They managed to invite most of their friends. And they, go, they all go talk to our cat as a group. And that's right where it leaves off. Yeah. Short and sweet chapters. But with a lot of meaning in them. One central, one central main lesson that's going to shake you and hopefully move you. And then so many other lessons that you can get. Which is what? Say what? What is the lesson? It sounded like you had one main one you were ready to give and then you just didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so, well, the main lesson, the main lesson of this chapter is that it's kind of the epiphany that Bansir had when he when they when he realized oh, well I guess they both realized that they the reason they didn't have money was because they had never bothered to learn how to how to make money all they had done was worry about their job, how to be good at their job. So the musician was a really good musician and the chariot builder was a really good chariot builder. But all the money that they made, they spent, so they never they never saved. Or invested. Or invested or... Or, or, they, or ever. I don't they, think they ever even thought yeah, they, about it. Yeah, they never thought about that stuff. Coins come, coins go. And that's the realization they had, which is which is really true. Because if, if well, as we have started to realize, there are rules, and these rules are legit. They're legit rules. Like, for example, it gets saving. Saving gets easier the more you do it. Okay, I agree with that. It was so hard before. I couldn't imagine saving 50 bucks a week or 100 bucks a week. And now it just goes without even me thinking about it. I was just reading and they were saying that they're not sheep. I just, it's something I always say. So it's funny that even back then, that's the term they use. What are we, sheep? Like, I laughed at that too. I, <laughs> I, I thought that that's actually where that came from. I was assuming. No, I said it. I've said it way before, like even in high school when people oh. were just doing things. Oh, really? Like all just doing things because they were supposed to. I'd be like, wow, they are sheep. Oh. Yeah, I've heard that saying forever. So even our cat back in the day. Hmm. Well, it doesn't look like sheep have changed much. No, that's really weird to think about. All these years, by knowing you would believe that we'd be broken free from the sheep here but it's like it's just part of being human uh, people are gonna flock up mm-hmm. it, well i mean it's easier to just do what you're told dude that is interesting but it does look like there's more wealthy people now than before there is more wealth and there's more wealth being accumulated by less people but there's also more people who are wealthier than before. I would say it is way easier to obtain wealth now than it was back then, I'm sure. 
Like, and there's so many more ways that you can do it too. I mean, think anybody True. can go start up a clothing line and put their own logo on it. Anyone can do that now. You got a computer or a phone, you can do it. Well, they were doing it with just simple tasks. I mean, he was a chariot builder. Sounds like anyone could grab a piece of wood and with the right skill. I mean, if you know how to use a computer, if you know how to use a saw, it's just different skills that were needed for the time. What did I hear in the last book? Everyone is one step away from being super successful or something like that. One skill, one skill away. One skill, yeah. I, I was thinking about the I was thinking about that the other day because when I was a kid, I was told don't play video games because video games, you know, they're not good for anything. Okay, that ended up being wrong. <clears throat> And and then I thought, what if if you if you really think about it, there is nothing that you can do as a kid that you cannot monetize as an adult. Or or maybe there are some things that are that I cannot that I maybe that I can't think of, but there most of the things that you do as a kid you can monetize as an adult. So what I'm trying to say is that well, may, maybe first that I agree with Alita that there's a lot of ways that you can make money now. But also my realization was that it is possible to, it, like it's actually really possible, it actually is possible to do the things that you enjoy and and make a living out of it. I didn't know if that was part of the sheep trap. I thought about that the other day. Is that just something they told you like, don't worry about the money. Just find something you love and the rest of it doesn't matter. Just go do your passion. Where really they're like, go work on roads. I, so what I think happened was that the people who gave us the advice didn't know the whole truth. So they told us the, the, the truth that they knew. Had they known about the money, then they would have told us that part. But but there's the other uh, there's the counterpoint because a lot of parents told us don't do these kind of things because you won't be able to make money off of them. But they were thinking about money in a negative way. They were not thinking, oh, this is how you could do money doing those things. Instead, they were saying, no, just don't do those things because I cannot think of a way that you could make money off of that. That means there's no way you can make money off of that. Well, and I feel like if you do what you love and you figure out how to if you figure out how to really project your special talent and reach other people, then you can make a living off what you love versus working a cubicle uh, or working in a cubicle every day or, or whatever. And because sometimes too, being rich is being able to live comfortable and being happy for some people. So I don't I don't think that the doing what you love statement is is a sheep kind of thing. I think that's ultimately everybody's goal is to do what they want to and and still be able to make money. But will you make as much as if you were in the office? You know, if you're like, oh, I like to paint, but you're going to be a starving artist for the next five years. Maybe it matters on how you're 
what your definition of rich is. I would say it would. I mean, you still got to have enough money to survive. But I mean, if you, well, I don't know. I guess if you learn to manage your money and save your money, invest your money while you're in the office until you made enough to cover your expenses, and then you could slowly break away from that and work your way in being the painter that you want to be. But you would still have to be a sheep. So it is sheep work to say, do what you love when you can afford it. I think, I think the, the unawareness or the, the oblivious, the uh, obliviousness, the oblivion. Part of being a sheep is to be oblivious to the fact that there is more than what you're doing. So if if you're aware of that and then you do the sheep work, then you're not a sheep because you're doing that for, for a purpose other than. Dude, this is super important because if you know that there is such a thing as being a sheep and you don't do anything about it, then you're being a sheep. <laughs> that's kind of sheepy. <laughs> that's like the most, that's worse than being a sheep. That's true though. That's like, no, yeah. It's kind of like the matrix when people know that they could get out of it and then they just take the blue pill, go back to work. I was delighted by the fact that they emphasize the importance of family in the book. They said that, well, and they keep throughout the book, they, they mention how your, how, how that, love that family brings is equal to wealth basically they're equivalent so if you have one and not the so let's say you have love but not money then you should be proud because you still have that i thought i thought that was hey they're worth the same you're saying in the end if not no. love is almost more no, I'm saying no. that the family love is it's worth more, more than the it, money. yeah it's worth more so they say if you have that and don't have the money don't that's fine. You can be proud of that. How old are these people? Do you have like a general? He's, I don't know. I pictured he was kind of young, but now that I think about it, he did, they do talk about their sons a lot. They're so probably they in their 30s, a... maybe? I would say 30s. Maybe later 30s? <sighs> I don't know. It never really says exactly, does it? Yeah, they don't say the age. Well, they were saying that our cat's son went to a different city and ended up making his own wealth without his dad's help. So that's what I'm thinking. Oh, so enough to be yeah. So they're probably like fifty, maybe. Yeah, that's or what, 40. That's why I'm wondering now. Wait, they must 50? have kids that are well, in his old enough dream, to have kids. He talks about his wife looked as young as she did in her early or when they got married. Remember. I don't think it was just the youngness. I think he was saying without the worriness of being poor. He was like her wrinkles of sadness went away. It wasn't just like her wrinkles. It was the depression of being poor. I don't know. They could be late 30s because they could be late 30s because think about it. Back then, kids would run off way earlier than they do now. Like his his son could be 15 and already making a living. Yeah, so I'm just saying he, they could have had their kid at 20 years old or younger. And, I mean, if their kid's, you know, 
15, 16 years old. He would only be like 36. I guess that's why I was getting confused because I kind of pictured him younger. And then I was remembering they're talking about their children. Now I'm like, what? They also they also talk about um, income here, which is something that you brought up. They they said that one of the things that made our cat um, different different from other people with with a lot of money was that he could he could spend it deliberately because he had money he always had money coming in from other sources and they call that an income and that's what they wanted to ask him they said if we can go and ask him how to get that then you know it'll help us solve our problem here that's really cool to think about because income to us is our paycheck but technically it's not because that money's not really coming to us that's money we worked for mm-hmm. like they were saying income off your money doing something for you while you're not he goes i'd wish to sit here and still be being paid they so it's, well now they change that though what they mean for income now we call passive income so there's, there's still a word for what they meant to say now we call it passive income and passive income is that income that comes to you Passively, you don't have to do anything. Or you did something in the past, and now you don't have to anymore, but money comes. Yeah, I feel like that's a mislead. People always are like, oh, so you do nothing? Like, no, you give up two years of your life, and then... And then you do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and then trust that somebody else is going to do a job as good as you do, or better, hopefully. According to Rich Dad, that's what you should do. Hire someone smarter than you. True. Let's see. What else? What other? What other principle? Principle? Can we get out of this? We got the income one. We got finding out that we don't know or realizing that we don't know the rules that govern money. And then the other one is to learn from learn, people yep. that's already doing what you want to do. So I feel like. In a sense, mean like nowadays, you would watch, um, you would take classes, or you can even go to YouTube and watch videos of people explaining how to do what they do, read books. Do you have a particular person? Because, I mean, they have our cat. Do you have someone that you try to find or follow, I guess? I, I have one. I have a person in real life. Are they doing what you're doing, like buying houses and? Oh, I suppose I would have two people then. Yeah, one of them is, but the one that I was thinking, it's not. He's more of a, like a business mentor. Well, I guess yeah. That means you don't have you don't have to be doing like. If they made their money from buying houses, doesn't mean you necessarily have to. You just like the way they live their life or whatever. They can still be your mentor. They can still have smart business plans. They can help, yeah, because the strategies, maybe they might not be able to help you with the strategies, but the plan, the the general principles are the same. Dude, question. Let me ask you something. And this is kind of a meta question, but it's important. Why, why is it even, 
why does it why is it important to care to learn the rules of money for me it's so that it's not scary so that way i can conquer it because it's like any thing out there i guess it, it's everything's terrifying until you understand how it works and then it's really like oh like you could be scared of a bear but if you know that bear don't smell you downwind or whatever then you know how to survive you're not gonna be as scared as someone who just randomly walks into a bear yeah i for me it's that i'm i feel like i'm been or my money is being taken advantage of or has been taken advantage of for a really long time because i didn't know how to protect it so that's my biggest thing is i'm tired of my dollars going and being wasted i guess that's really good um, for me, it's, for the most part, I've always been good at saving and accumulating my money, but then after I have it and it sets for a while, eventually you end up spending it and then I'll always save up again and accumulate a good bit of money. And then I just never really knew what to do with it other than have it sitting in my savings account or my checking account. And that's it. Like, I didn't know what to do with it after that. So just knowing how to make my money work and be more than just a number on the computer screen in my bank. So it sounds like the drive then is basically for everybody is just knowledge. It's just information. Because having information would make all of those situations better. Well, that's how we fix the problem. But the... But, uh... The motivator is different. For example, mine was, I want to leave um, income for my kids. I, I, I want, it's basic. well, it, yeah, I want them to not have to worry about that. And then the other, in the book, that was, I think, also the motivator for both of the characters. They wanted, they wanted their kids to they didn't want their kids to suffer the same, the same that they, the same fate that they're suffering. But but the but the fix is to learn. You have to you have to learn, and you can just you can just regret your past and your present and fear your future. You have to you have to learn. You have to go and ask someone, pick up a book, or I don't know, but learn. Do you want to leave money for your kids or knowledge though? Both. Because the money you left for them could be blown. I know both. I kind of want to make my own fortune and then teach them how they could. It's always been my goal. No, I'll give them both. That's my goal. Maybe a dollar. Give them two shillings. Two shekels. shekels. Two shekels, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been another episode of Learn With Us. Thanks for joining, guys. Hope to see you next time. See you. See you. Have a good day. See you, guys. Peace out. We're going to have to keep that recording of Juan saying goodbye because he'll never do it again. Sure.